you're up in Indy. Indianapolis, yep. Indianapolis, mm-hmm. like in the city, or are you guys outside? Northwest of? Indianapolis, so Northwest. Yep. Um, I've yeah. been up there mm-hmm. for um, Heritage Group. Yeah, is mm-hmm. up there. My um, so her dad works for the Heritage Group mm. in IT. Yep. Nice. Yep. Oh wow! So he works at. Maybe the, the big fancy building. Yep. Right oh. off the interstate there. Yep. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I've probably seen your dad there. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Wow. No kidding. How about it? <laughs> it's a nice place, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You walk in there, you're like, yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you walk in and they have like a whole museum. Mm-hmm. And, and the coolest thing in the museum is the, the core section of the Indianapolis yeah. Speedway. And you can see the different asphalt layers and then it goes to brick. Yep. And you're like- Wow, that is amazing! Yep. How many different layers there are? How long it's been there? Yep. Have it's you ever been to cool. the track? I've never been to the track, dude. It's cool. I've heard it's cool. Got to go to the five hundred sometime. I I have, uh, and I'll, I'll probably get you know egged for saying this. I have zero interest in NASCAR, <laughs> but that is one race I would yep. I would love to go to. Mm-hmm. Just the spectacle of it. Yep. Like it's, yeah, one it's of, crazy. Yeah, it's one of yep. the races. And everybody go. and their brother comes to it, man. Like people from all over. I mean, so it's a it's as big of a deal as they make it out to be. Yeah, right? oh yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Where's the racetrack at? Um Speedway, ironically Speedway, enough. Speedway. Yep. Speedway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's it's I don't know, fifteen minutes west of Indianapolis, like downtown. So it's so still kind inside of the, like, the circle. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's probably ten minutes from the airport. So oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Not what too t- far. What time of year is that at? May. May. Yep. So that's End a good, yep. oh, that's a really good time mm-hmm. of year. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes they have, like here in um here in Nashville, they have the race and it's like July. Yep. yep. And I just wonder, I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> who wants to stand outside all day in July? Yeah. Like, sweating what a terrible, <laughs> yeah, what a terrible time, time of year. But May, yep. Indy, that's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Yeah. I'll come up there one day. Y'all too. Holler yeah. at me. I, I know. I just. I have all these sporting events on my list and then yep. life happens. You know, like, yep. eh, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I've done that repeatedly for a lot of different things. The <laughs> one the one race I'm kicking myself about that I didn't go to was the Austin Grand Prix Formula mm-hmm. One. I was living in Houston. Austin. Not right. too far. Yeah. Right there. Yep. And I was like, I'm gonna go. I was looking up tickets. I'm just gonna go to the Grand Prix this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I came up with some dumb excuse. Oh, I'm busy or something like that. Now yeah, I'm like, something came I should have just went, you dummy. <laughs> Austin's a cool place. Uh, yeah. We, did, we didn't even know, like, Austin was a real, I mean, she did. Her, her aunt and uncle lived there. But um, we took a road trip. Um, it was in 2020. And you couldn't go nowhere. So we drove. We yeah. drove from Indianapolis. And our, our goal was to go to Texas, see a few cities in Texas. And then... Um, drive up to Colorado because we really like never been there and we wanted to go. Sure. And uh, so we hit Houston. Texas is not close to Colorado. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hold on. The story gets better. So we uh, we hit Houston, we hit Austin, um, and then San Antonio. And they were like, well, let's just drive west. <laughs> so we uh-huh. made it all the way to Las Vegas. Wow. Uh, then we went up through Salt Lake City and then eventually over to, to Denver. So uh, uh, did you do San Antonio to Vegas in one? One drive? No. So we, we drove to um, El Paso because a buddy of mine lived in El Paso. We stayed oh. a night there. And then we drove up uh, and stayed the night in the Grand Canyon up by Flagstaff. Oh, nice. Okay. And then made a little trip of it. Yep. I'm going to say that um, when I quit my job, my last job, I was in Houston and I moved to Arizona, back to Arizona. And so I, I, I think I quit on Tuesday, 
packed up my shit on Friday and, 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 and said, I'm done Friday. Like, I, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I'm, I'm just done. I, yep. I just need to go. Yeah. I need to go. I don't know if this is the right or wrong thing to do, but yep. I'm out. And I moved back to Arizona, broke my lease, packed all my shit up. And then I drove, I wanted to get out of Houston so bad that I just, I left it like, oh, it was like Friday afternoon and I just drove to Arizona. Got yeah. It was like 15 hours or 16 <laughs> hours, whatever it was. I just drove overnight and got in at, you know, five in the morning or whatever it was oh, yeah. or four, it might've been like four in the morning. And I, I get to my dad's house. It might've even been a little earlier because he's up pretty early, but I get to my dad's house. I can't get into his house. Oh no. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> So I just sleep in my car in his driveway until he on my window. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, bud. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know if I told him I was coming that day. Uh, But yep, there there I was. Gosh, that's funny. Officially a business owner. Man. So um, on that road trip, we we had the business and we started in December 19 or 2019. Um, I was still working for another company. Okay. And um, you started a few months before. The world shut down. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's what we're Yeah. It was it was weird. It like um Will Schuler said that it really never played a a, a factor on us. It oh yeah, didn't. you're up. You're up it, right by Yep, him. I know Will. Yeah. yeah. But it it didn't, man. Like we just kept on going and it was fine. I mean, obviously you had the the weird stuff going on where you can't go into places or whatever, but yeah. Um it didn't affect us at all. But back to the the road trip story. So um that was in like June, June or July of twenty twenty. Hmm. And, um, I had gotten like a few small jobs. I was still working for the other company. And, um, then I got notice of a pretty, well, I mean, it wasn't huge. It was like $25,000 jobs, a small little job inside of a neighborhood. Um, and then another like pool demo job. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to quit my job. As soon as I got back, put my two weeks in and then started. And when you were on the road trip. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. We got, I got word of the, the jobs that I, I won the bid and then I got back, put my two weeks in. Started. Um, so you were, you were working for, uh, another civil company, yep. civil company mm-hmm. was big or small. Um, or? They had, a, I think I had like 70 employees and they have like a hundred now or so. Right, so, so not suit. Mid- yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So you, you were, you were doing that, but then you were bidding work on the side. Mm-hmm. Were you doing work on the side? Yeah. I mean, it was just little stuff like grading yards. I put sure. a drain in for the town. I mean, it yeah. wasn't, wasn't really anything. And then I got, like I said, I got those two and I'm like, you know, let's just go, let's just do it. You know, we don't have kids then, you know, yeah. and yeah. it's like, let's go. So wow. I had to jump and here we are two years, two and a half years later. <laughs> How about it? Yep. So you went home, you put in your two weeks mm-hmm. and then, uh, so uh, what's your background? Okay. So <laughs> uh, sales, actually. I, I worked for um, a company called Discount Tire. I was a manager for Discount oh, yeah. Tire. Yep. Yeah. Sold tires. I can tell you anything about I'm You want to know I'm, about tires. I'm from uh, <laughs> Scottsdale. Yep. So, so you know about that the out there. I yep. love Discount Tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a sales background with them. I learned really a lot of good core values from them as far as like leadership, management, um, sales, uh, treating your customer right. I mean, don't, you know. If you screw somebody, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. So, worked for them out of high school. Um, Unless you're the federal government. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, worked for them out of high school, and then um, I just got tired of it. I wanted to do something different. Um, and then I kind of job hopped for a little bit, and then I found the company that I used to work for. They were hiring for just a – actually, it was a haul truck driver. Nice. And uh, that's where I was originally going to go. And so I took the job, um, and then the first day on job site, one of the for- the pipe foreman came over and was like, "I want that guy." 
I don't know why. He just was like, I want him. And mm. I went over and started being a top man for a pipe crew. And um, within, I don't know, eight months or so, I was learning how to lay pipe, figuring it all out. And I knew that I wanted to do leadership. I knew that I was, I was capable of it. And I knew that I could lead people, even though that I didn't have as much. Man, I didn't even know what an excavator was. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, then we just, I just learned and, and re- just, you know, worked, worked my ass off and, and finally got into some management. And then after that, quit, started my job or my business. How, um, how, how did you grow up? Did you grow up around work nah, or construction? Not really, man. No, really? no, not at all. I, I'm a golfer. So my first job was a, Very at a golf course. Construction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, but working a golf course sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so it was yeah. hard, you know, I, but, but, and I always knew that I was, I was a hard worker and, you know, I was willing to, you know, put my head down and sweat. <laughs> sure. So, um, but no, past that, I, I didn't have really any kind of interest in construction, you know, but mm. before we ended up. <laughs> how'd you, how'd you find the construction company? Uh, it was LinkedIn or, uh, Indeed or something like that. I was just hiring. Online. So, um, what it was is one of, um, my wife's friends, uh, brothers, uncle or cousin, something, I don't know, worked for Milestone, which is a big oh, road yeah. company yeah. up there. Heritage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, he was making good money and like, I was like, oh man, you can make some good money in construction. Yeah. It's sure. long hours and stuff, but like, I'm down, let's go. Yeah. And, um, so I, I applied around to places. Nobody really wanted to give me the time of day because back, well, then I guess kind of it, the, the need for the, for employees was not near as what it is now. Like they wanted somebody that come in and, and know what they're doing, but you know, they, they needed a hand and it was originally for to be all truck driver, but mm-hmm. ended up on a pipe crew. So. So you were never a haul truck driver? Nope. Have I, you ever driven a haul truck? Yeah. Yeah, sometime. Okay. Time to time, but there you go. nope, not. I was, I learned pipe real well and love pipe. Love me some deep sanitary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dirt, not so much. I really don't have a whole lot of uh, dirt experience. Um, I got guys that are pretty good on a dozer, but I, I it's a washboard with me. Sure. And without GPS, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I half the time forget to pick up the ripper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm even worse. Um, the pipe that's how i started too it was just mm-hmm. the guy up top and yeah like like you said you didn't know what an excavator was i didn't have a pair of pants i had to go buy a pair of pants because i grew up in arizona yep. you, don't, you don't need pants yep so i had to go i remember going into target buying some jeans my first pair of jeans ever <laughs> uh, to go work in construction yeah. so i'm like well fuck like i think construction workers wear jeans so yep. I, I think that's what i'm supposed to wear in fact i think so like they don't tell <laughs> you here's your uniform you know here's what you need to wear day yeah. one it's like you better you, you better show up looking the part <laughs> yeah um so yeah, I, I didn't know anything, but I just fell in love with working mm-hmm. on pipe crew. Yep. It's so much fun. I mean, yep. I, it is like dirt, dirt's dirt. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Badass, big machines. Hall games, yeah. Rounds, yeah. It's just, it's awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. But if I were to go back into construction and work on a crew, pipe crew. Yep. 10 out of 10 times. Yep. Absolutely. There's something about, you know, going 25, 30 foot down tying into a manhole some sanitary and water's rushing in. Yeah. I don't know what the dirt was like out there with you, but uh, Indiana is pretty junk. And Arizona's beautiful. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So we're benching, benching down 15. Now, granted, this is with the company I, I started with, but um, benching down like 10 feet. We got a 349, like just pegged. Yeah. And water's yeah. coming in. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, but it's the rush of it. And it's so much fun. Sure. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's uh, going, going back to the, the tire stuff you said you learned leadership that kind of stuff like how did they teach you all that so like, what did you learn 
uh, Bruce Holly. It was the founder of Discount Tire. Um, he's since passed away a few years ago, but um, he really kind of strived on like doing the right thing and integrity and um, really just giving giving his employees the the um, ability to take care of their people. So they taught me that they were like, I don't care if you're selling the cheapest tire, if you're selling the most expensive tire, you take care of that customer and their needs. And see, we didn't make commissions. That was another big thing. Like, mm. um, so I had free reign to go just sell and, yeah. and take care of the people. And that's, that's really kind of what taught me and gave me the lesson of, you know, you do good unto others, good stuff will come back. Sure. So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So you had that foundation, but yep. when you started on Pipe Crew, it was labor. Yep. Yeah. What, um, so you essentially, you were in sales. A lot of people would look at start going from sales to being a laborer as taking yeah like three steps back. Yep. I wouldn't even say a step back, mm-hmm. a few steps back. How did you get your head around that one? Um, so I, I obviously took a pay cut when I went into it. Sure. And, um, but I was like, you know, I want to be out. I want to be outside and I want to, I want to, I don't want to be at a desk. I don't want to be inside of a, a building, you know, whatever it is, or for the most part, at least, you know what I mean? Um, and it's like, I want to try something new and I really want to just, um, you know, work my ass off and, and show that, you know, I can make this a career. And, um, and then and that's basically what I did. And man, I was going to say something. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. weird how that happens. Maybe we'll find it. Yeah. Again. Um, it is, it is so, it's such a good feeling to just get to the end of the day, just mm-hmm. be exhausted. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. And, and I think part of it's, I just get lucky, but I think part of it too is I, I sleep really well, really, really well. Cause I just get to the end of the day. Just, just tired. Toast, dude. Yeah. And I don't, I don't work on a pipe crew anymore, mm-hmm. um, but travel takes it. Yeah, out. It I'm sure it does. Kicks the shit out of you. Yeah. And then I work out every day. Mm-hmm. So That's it's good. just every day. I just kind of wring the rag out as uh, I think David Goggins says. Yeah. And once, it, yep. once I get every in the last bed, drop. I'm just like, oh, this Snoozing. is I'm, I'm done. <laughs> done. Yep. I sleep so well. That's good, man. But it's, it's such a good feeling to just give it all you got yep. all day. Yep. And then- I don't know. You get home, like, you're not stressed out. No. Nope. You're not worked up. No. Nope. Just... <laughs> Chill. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You're chilling, man. Everything's good. <laughs> we need a lot more people like that, man. We need a lot more guys that are willing to just go out and give it 110. But I think you you instill that in a lot of your guys. Like, if you have that trait as a as an owner or a boss or whatever it may be, and, you know, you say, hey, guys, look, you know, I need you to not think about this as growing what would be my business, but growing a business for us because you guys grow or if the company grows, you grow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, it stands out if, if you do come out and, and really work your tail off. So, yeah. Um, well, as I feel like I just talked about this as, as a person working in a company, if you give it everything you've got and treat it like your business, you're either going to go really far at that company mm-hmm. or that company's going to screw you. It is what it is. Yep. But instead of just, oh, I'm going to screw them back. You're nope. like, nope. Nope. I'm going to go nope. on to the next company. Exactly. Now I have all of these really valuable skills. Yep. I know my value, my mm-hmm. worth, because I've put in the work. I yep. can look myself in the mirror and say, yeah, I've done it. Yep. I can go on to the next company and yep. hopefully find the right person. Yep. And make a damn good life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the the victim mentality does yeah. people know yeah, you gotta weed that out yeah yep you gotta you're, weed you're that the out only person that loses with that mentality yep mm-hmm. um so how long were you in construction for like working at the other company uh it was less than two years man i was yeah it was like maybe 18 months or so um <laughs> so i this is not was kind of funny but not funny um my foreman at the time real good friend of mine still a real good friend of mine um and we were carrying a piece of c900 and it was a cut piece of like 10 inch c900 across the yard or whatever and uh it was raining we shouldn't have probably been doing this we should have just went and got a, a, a loader or yeah, something yeah. but the loader uh, probably sitting right there and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. yeah um but it slipped out of my hand and like it fell on out of my hand fell on the ground and then it caused it to fall out of his hand fell on his foot and broke it yeah so and he's my foreman at the time and so he and this is like november so it was like oh you broke your foot at the right time you get yeah. to sit in the office <laughs> um but i stepped up like i stepped up a lot and i was like hey i want the leadership role i can do this like i i you surround me with the guys that know more than me and i'll make sure we make production so and it, it wasn't just a, a hit job yeah no kidding and drop the pipe on accident like let me take this guy yeah <laughs> no no but it, it it unfortunately but fortunately opened up some opportunities for me they saw my growth quickly became a foreman um and then um what yeah probably six months after that i was like nope nope deuces <laughs> but you um uh you had to ask for it yeah 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 i think that's a big piece that a lot of people miss is they yep. don't they don't ask for it nope so they're just gonna be given to them exactly yeah. they think that someone's just gonna appear like the, the owner of the company's just gonna appear with a fucking wand and say <laughs> yeah. all right now you're foreman and maybe that that does happen sometimes mm -hmm. yeah but you have to speak up and ask for what you want. Yep. And show that you were, I, I want to say worthy, worthy is not a very good word, but, you know, deserving of that. Correct. That uh, position. Yeah. So. Well, before you asked for it, you knew that you'd put in the work mm -hmm. to deserve it. Yep. And you were probably, correct me if I'm wrong, like a little scared. Yeah. You know, like, shit, now it's all on me. Yep. But at the same time, you at least have that confidence from mm -hmm. like, oh, I've put in the work for a yep. year or whatever it is. Like, yep. I, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And I had good uh, like backing with my foreman because he was in the office. So anytime I needed to call him, I'd call oh, him and cool. he'd help me, you know, whatever we needed to do. I, it was more of just more task oriented, orientated, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was an unfortunate deal, but it was, it was good. So did you go to school? Nah, not really. No, not I, really. I dabbled around. I wanted to go to Purdue, um, but I I don't know, I probably have a year and a half of college or so. And that was completely I not even directed towards construction or anything like that. I think I was going to I wanted to do uh like motorsports engineering. I'm a big big Whoa. race big race guy. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a cool program. Yep. So huh. um but I nope, decided not to do that. Worked at discount tire in demand management and then got into construction. So how about it? Yeah. So when do you start bidding work? Why do you start bidding work? Um as far as like when I when I st like started the business or what do you mean? Uh, like you're working as a foreman. I mean, mm -hmm. and you said you won these bids and you quit. How did, so how did bidding uh, well, work? Well, okay. So and doing work. I, um, I knew that I wanted to start the business I, and I, and I had an idea of like, all right, I'm going to take two years, two to three years, and I'm going to do side work. Cause I already talked to the company about it. I was like, Hey, I'm starting a business. I'm going to do side work on the weekends. It won't interfere with my work life. Oh, so you talked to the business? Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. that's yep. A, they were cool with wow. it. Everything was good. They were like, just don't, don't manipulate your time or anything like that. You know, make sure that you're work first and then you can go do your stuff on the weekends or whatever. That's a, that's a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. yep. I talked to him, be upfront. Well, yep. 
It, it drives me. I've had to have this conversation before a few times. It's like, hey, don't be sketchy about it. Yeah. Just tell me. <laughs> like, just tell me. Like, if you're sketchy about it, it becomes sketchy. Problem. Yep. <laughs> Problem. Like, <laughs> but if we have a conversation about it, now yep. it's now it's out there. Great. I like I don't care. Like yep. I appreciate thanks. Thanks for asking. Exactly. Like, let me know what you need. Happy to help. But yep. but if you're sketchy about it, it's like then we're going to have problems. That's what I tell my guys too. It's like, cause I'm, I'm huge on instilling like the entrepreneur mindset. Cause I don't know. I just, I think it's awesome. And, um, I know that you're an Andrew Fussell fan. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, um, he kind of always preaches like, you know, if, if you guys want to start a business, let me help you get there. Like help me help you get there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I tell my guys like, you know, Hey, if you guys want to do side work or if you, even if, it, even if it's not in our industry, if you want to go make t-shirts, like, let, okay, well, how do we get you there? Yeah. How do we get you there? You know, I want, you, I want you to work for me, you know, as long as you can, especially if you're a good employee. But, um, if, if that's what you want to do in your life, man, I don't want to hold you back. Like, let, let's, let's, let's figure it out as, together because, you know, I'm always, if, if, if we keep that relationship good, we're always going to have that, you know, even if you go like sell t-shirts or whatever, you know, sure. we're, we're going to, yeah. you know have that good relationship so but um well this is part of a current talk i give too it's as a as someone who has the fortune to lead people your one your responsibility i think as a human being is to ultimately become all that you can be Mm -hmm. get on on your path and become all that you're capable of becoming but then two once you're on your path to help as many people get on their path Mm -hmm. as possible yep and a lot of people their path is going to be within your business. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not going to be. Yep. But you're you're you are better off making sure that they're on their path, whether it's within your business, whether mm-hmm. it's outside of your business. Yep, exactly. The yep. That's the that's the only way to do it. Yep. The and, only way. And it's taken me a while to get to that realization, but mm-hmm. now it's like, hey, if somebody's better off outside of our business, yep. Who the hell am I yep. to say no? You should stay. Like, if that's what you genuinely believe, I've got I've got I'll support you. Yep, absolutely. All day, all day long. Yep. Or at least I'll I'll do my best. Yep, yep. And that's yeah, that's that's huge. Like, cause I don't, man, you don't want nobody that's like all pissed off coming to work no. and and hating their job and all this stuff. It's like if this if it ain't with me, all right. Well, what is it? You know, and mm-hmm. um, just caring for others, man. Like especially the people that you know um do good for you, man. You're always gonna, you need to have their back. Sure. So, um, what was your first job? Golf course. Yep. Cart boy. No, no, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> dirt job. Dirt job. You, gotcha. Gotcha. I was going to say, no, you, you built a golf course? <laughs> no, that would be That's cool. That's a big dirt job. Yeah. Um, first job. Uh, I was still with the other company. We did a, uh, I don't know, it was like 30, 50 foot of four inch pipe to a, to a catch basin and we cored into a, a manhole. Um, did that in a, like a, on a Friday afternoon. It was a rain day, actually. Nice. <laughs> it was a rain day. And uh, so we went out there and did that. And then... Um, just little grading jobs past that. And then, like I said, those two jobs I got when we were on vacation. And yeah. then we started from there. So Okay. So you start, you quit your job. And then uh, what does that look like? How do you start? <laughs> man, it's intimidating, man. As, as you know, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But uh, um, we, I just, I did those two um, by myself. I mean, I had a couple guys help me just whenever they could. If it was a rain day, you know, or something like that, they'd come help. Um, but I was by myself for... Mm, probably eight months or so, maybe, maybe a little longer than I hired a guy who's still with me now. One of my foremen, he's a real good, real good kid. Um, but, uh, he started with me, he was still in school and 
just work with, working with me. Um, in high school or college? College. Well, uh, no, he was going to college. Yeah. Okay. He's not he's not going to college anymore. He's working full time sure. for me, obviously. Yeah. So, but um, hired him. Did some just random stuff, and then we finally got to where we were getting a full crew, and then we would sub off of the bigger guys doing Storm or whatever, and we'd go rent a 210 or whatever. And um, so we did that for a little bit, and then we finally started to get a few of our own contracts, just small. We did a Starbucks, um, a Panera Bread, um, just small things like that, side jobs. Mm-hmm. Um now we're more directed towards the neighborhoods, man. I love building neighborhoods. Mm. That's what we. That's what I did at the old company, and I, I just something about going in the middle of a field, putting pipe in, yeah. not having to deal with other trades, yeah. or at least in the beginning part. Sure. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's the one of the. Uh, so the first company I worked for, all of the pipe work we did was well. I was on this big storm drain job, and then I went to this. Uh, it was a pressure sewer line. So grade, it wasn't the typical sewer line mm-hmm. really worrying about grade. It was kind of like more water, like water, water line. Yep. Yeah. So you're, we're just blowing it going. Yep. We're doing like a thousand plus feet a day. And it's just, it's awesome. So much fun. Are they, um, are they 20 foot sticks, 14 foot sticks and casket is it uh, like, are, yeah, is it like C900? 20, yeah, yeah. 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 Like C900, yep. 20 foot sticks. Gotcha. So we're just, we're just sending it. It's awesome. <laughs> you have a, you have an excavator out front digging the trench. You got an excavator in the middle laying pipe. You got a backfill crew. Yep. Just one line, uh, full send, awesome. Yep. And then I go the the, the next year, work for another company, and it was this massive neighborhood called Verado up yep. against the mountain. It was the old Caterpillar Proving Grounds. Oh, nice. Or, or kind of part of it before they moved to Tucson. And that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're in there, you're putting the the sewer line in and, and all the, the, the services yep. and then you come back with the water line down the same street and yep. storm and you're just out you're just out there mm-hmm. just digging holes yep no fiber line to worry about or oh, whatever gosh. it is like it's it's yeah. good it's Great. good easy living. going yeah and yeah. then you're like they leave you alone mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the best like, yeah that's the it's best you and the crew yep. getting shit done mm-hmm. and it's it's like nothing else matters outside yep. of that little bubble. Yep. Just get the pipe in the Th- ground. That's why I like the neighborhoods. That's why I like, you know, them because you don't have a GC breathing down your back. Now I'll have to deal with, you know, the builders and stuff like that, but sure. it's, they're not there every day. No. You know, they're just go put your pipe in, Yeah, go do your dirt. As work. long as it's in, when you say it's going to be in, mm-hmm. we don't have a problem. Yep. And there's no traffic. Nope. Like there's nothing. Nope. Nope. It's the best. Um, But uh, like what kind of, subdivisions neighborhoods like how big of work do you do now mm, so we have a um well anywhere between like 20 and 70 lots ish so that's, so. Mm-hmm. that's yeah not not pretty too, good size work. yeah not too small so no yeah no not at all. that's but um eventually get into the bigger you know like half million dollar or half a million square foot warehouses and stuff like that i just I don't think that we're quite ready for it yet. We'll get a couple of these neighborhoods done, get through this year, and then next year we'll look into those. But, um, but yeah, that's the that's the plan. How many people are at the company now? We have twelve. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah so twelve. That's, that's a handful. Yeah, not too bad. It was last year we grew pretty quick or pretty significantly. We went from the the two guys, me and another guy, uh, and then we went to like five guys, and then, uh, well. I'd say last year, the year prior. Um, and then last year we made our way up to the, about the 12 mark. So, um, how'd you find guys, guys? Um, so some of them are friends, well, our friends, um, 
just some of the guys, you know, say, Hey, I got this guy. He may, you know, work out. Um, yeah, just, um, really not. I haven't even, I haven't really hired anybody off like LinkedIn or not LinkedIn, but, um, indeed or anything like that. But, um, yeah, just word of mouth, man, really just saying, Hey, um, you know, we're trying to do something big. Like I have huge, huge goals, like, um, and, and instilling that in the guys and, and, you know, and I, I mean, I've had just people reach out to me and say, Hey, are you hiring? And, call him in for an inter- interview and seem like a good guy so let's go to work it seems like will has some big goals too mm-hmm. he's on yeah. the other side of town isn't he yeah he's like northeast of northeast uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So you're but on the west side he's on the east side i met him like uh i don't know probably two years ago or so i don't know if he listens to this but if he does <laughs> fuck you what's up will yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah i met him a few years back and we kind of were talking and we i don't really know of any uh younger guys that are like you know in their 20s doing kind of on the on will's bigger than me i mean he's doing a lot bigger stuff right now and he yeah. grew really quick but he just took his whole company to t- i know from mexico, mexico? Yeah. yeah yeah like that's a great that's tax right off yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but um but yeah like so we're the the younger guys in in our um kind of market i guess um but man the, there's uh, there's plenty of work out there and it's like let's go like let's let's drive as he said the boomers like let's drive the boomers out let's <laughs> let's get the next generation in here and let's just kick some ass and lay some pipe you know yeah. what i mean but yeah. um, um uh so uh, like how do how do other companies view view you guys is it just like um are you just kind of written off kind of man i mean so we we kind of get put on the back burner because i'm young you know i'm 26 years old um, and a lot of the, you know, the, the builders and the GCs and stuff, they're kind of skeptical because we are a younger company and, you know, we only have, you know, 10, 12 guys. Um, but it's building that relationship with them and, you know, and getting, gaining a trust and saying, Hey, look, man, we can do this. We know what we're doing. We're going to do it right. We're going to do it safe. Um, and yeah, just, just talking and, 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 Getting people to trust you, getting people to understand like, hey, this kid's legit, you know, he can do it and, sure. you know, proofs in pudding. So, And that's all you need is trust. Yep. Like the nice thing about residential is it's not like uh, DOT work. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's a little a, less of a liability. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, uh, it's a little, oh, I mean, still very price based, but mm-hmm. it's a little less. It's yeah. at their discretion. Yep. So if you give them a good number yep. and they're comfortable with it, they trust you. Mm-hmm. They can give you the job. Yep. They give the job to anybody. They yep. can give the job to their mom if they want yeah. to. Yep. Technically. Yep. Or the guy that's $200,000 more. But, sure. Exactly. Know. Yeah. So. Which which happens oh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's sometimes the You don't always want to be the cheapest. You, you don't. don't. No. 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 I, I really need to look into it because I've heard in places in Europe, they give, they award bids to the... Uh, second highest bidder really yes hmm. which to me i'm sure there's flaws to it but it makes a lot more sense than awarding it's it to the does lower. you know you think about it, it's because it's like okay well these guys you know they're bidding it high you know and but they're gonna they're gonna do a good job you well know, you know you're not gonna have to worry about correct this stuff being wrong well but it it, it maybe it's not even high at the same time too because mm-hmm. the market would adjust and yeah. now you're you're less focused on beating the other guy and more so just focused on putting a good number on it. Yep. And the number's the number. Yep. 
So if everybody was just focused on putting a good number on it, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, would things be better? Would yeah. we have less change orders? Would we have less That's... shitbag contract? I like, I, I don't know. That's I have no idea. idea. But I, I heard about that, and it's like, because I think a lot of our problems stem from uh, the system. I think the system contractors work in mm-hmm. works. It works against contractors oh, in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's always about how do we, it's, it's very adversarial. It's the contractor is always getting squeezed by the owner. And then, uh, the, and then it goes the other way. You know, the contractor's always like, how do I mm-hmm. squeeze back? Yep. You know, or or the, then there's lawsuits and, and so yep. it's just all kinds of, uh, it's just a, a cluster all around. I th- like, what if everybody was friends, huh? Yeah, no kidding, right? Like, I, I think that comes down to having the good relationship with the the owner or the, the GC. Um, we're working with a company right now, and, man, we've had, like, four change orders that were not anybody's fault, really, other than just time. Mm-hmm. And um, always up front, always communicating, saying, hey, man, like, this, it, we, we're, we need $30,000 more worth of stone here. And it's by nobody's fault because you know, just the scenario of the job. But I go to them, say, hey, this is what we need to do. He's like, all right, cool. We'll tell the owner. We'll talk to him. We got a good relationship with them. And it gets passed. So, yeah. you know, obviously we're we're out there to, to save everybody money and everybody needs to make money. Um, but if you have that relationship with whoever you're working for and you're upfront and honest and show, hey, man, like this is what it is, um, it, it's a lot less stressful. <laughs> You that's know. the thing. It's yeah. just less stressful. Yep. It's like, I don't want to go brawl with somebody. <laughs> yeah. To, I don't want to have this conversation saying, shit, no, yeah, no, I need, I need another prove, $75,000. <laughs> oh, and like to prove that I'm right and you're wrong. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and, um, I don't know what I'm doing or talking about, but at the same time, I think a lot needs to change is change on the contract side of things. Yeah. A lot of the, the GCs and, and the guy, the owners or whatever, they need to like, Figure, look at it as a mindset as we're a team like everybody's a team here yes you know where's one goal in mind is to get this project done and for everybody to make money yes but as soon as they start saying oh no no you, you gotta you, I, you can't back charge me on that or whatever you know here and there yeah. then that's when shit goes sideways well i i've always had my qualm with gcs i i i like civil contractors because they they own the work and they mm-hmm. own the workforce yeah so everybody there is always like the equipment departments like screw those guys and screw <laughs> these guys and screw those guys. Like there is that infighting within yeah. a, especially a big company, but everybody ultimately is on the same team yep. and there's that humility exactly. associated with it. Yep. What I don't like with some general contractors, great general contractors, mm-hmm. but there's also some, yeah. they're so entitled Yeah. and it's all about them. Yep. And, and all their, anybody else, all their subcontractors are, they're just hammers and nails. Yep. That's it. Yeah, get your shit done. They're the ones that are valuable. They're the ones that control the show. Mm-hmm. They know best. And everybody else, you're replaceable. You're a subcontractor. We don't care. Yep. I hate that. Yep. It's not the uh, <laughs> it's not good. Not a way to not a way to be a GC. Well, it's not a way to just be a company. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. The, the the ones that are gonna win long term are how do we care for everybody? Yep. How do I make sure that my subcontractor's business is sound? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if he ain't winning, I'm probably not going to win either. Because I can't build a building without that guy. Yep. And digging the hole or whatever yep. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and the same thing with a, a contractor like like you guys. You know, you're better off. Your customer's better off. Mm-hmm. Same principle. Yep. Yep. 
Hmm. Um, so you're mostly doing residential right now? Yeah, we got um, a couple commercial, small commercial jobs we're finishing up, but we're about to start a, our neighbor, a, a neighborhood, so we're pretty stoked on it. Do you ever go to the Starbucks you helped build? Like, <laughs> I haven't yet. I, I helped. You see this drive <laughs> But I drive by it. I was like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. You're like, you're like talking to the lady at the drive-thru, like, pretty cool drive-thru, huh? <laughs> like, you know who did it? Me. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> and she's like, here's your latte. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Me and one of my guys talk all the time. It's like, you know, we're going to drive past some, one of the, some of these places when we're 30 years old and be like, I did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, that parking lot right there? Pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> um, or uh, how has the residential market been in, in, in so Indianapolis? It's, um, it's slowing down, but I... Some people, I've talked to the colleagues and stuff like that, and they're like, kind of worried about it and stuff like that. And like, oh, shit, 08's going to come. And it's like, man, I'm not necessarily worried about it. Like, there's a lot of people needing a lot of houses. So, and and you see it slowing down a little bit, but there are also the 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 new sections that are, you know, 100 lots, 150 lots or whatever here and there. But the, the ones that have like section five, six, section six, section seven, yeah. you know, those are still going, but... I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I think it'll slow down a little bit, continue to slow down a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be, you know, where we're going to be out of work. When so, you're small enough where you can exactly. weasel your way around if yep. needed. Figure it out. It's yep. the bigger guys that, that need the mm-hmm. hundreds of lots yep. the big per capital, subdivision yep. to, yeah, to keep the equipment mm-hmm. running, the payments going. Yep. Eventually, eventually we'll get there, but sure. maybe in a better market. Have you bought equipment or how have you done the equipment? Yeah, we... Um, my first one, my first piece of equipment was a 259 D3 nice. skid steer. Um, and then we have bought a, a 926 loader. And then we're doing an RPO, which is rental purchase. You know, sure. know what that is. Um, yeah. On a on case, um, a case 250 and a case 721 loader. Really? Case 721 loader, man, those things are hosses. They're, huh. they're, they're nice, nice pieces of equipment. But Do you like it better than the cat? Uh, uh, I don't really have a preference. I mean, Caterpillar's cat, it's yeah. nice. Um, but Case, the local Case dealer up there, they <clears throat> they took taken care of me since I was, you know, doing, you know, the under or the little drains. So they showed me the attention. That's kind of why I've given them more of the business. But um, explain how RPO works. So for that loader, for example, um, basically, so I'm renting this piece of equipment for six, $7,000 a month, whatever it be. Well, if I sign a contract saying, Hey, I'm going to rent this for, for six months. I get a hundred percent of my rental. So 6,000 or whatever times six months, then I have a chunk of, of equity in this machine and then I can finance it. So, mm-hmm. cause you know, when you go to buy a, a bigger piece of equipment like that, you need, you know, 20, 30, 40 grand down. Um, and that allows you to do it. If you're going to rent it anyways, you might as well do that because then in six months you have, and it's an option. So uh, sure. if you don't want it, it's like, all right, we just rented it, turn it back in. And the options, the key part, because I've seen people without the option mm-hmm. and then you don't have flexibility yeah. like that. Then you're, you're, it's like, why rent it mm-hmm. at that point? Because rental is what gives you the flexibility. Yep. But yeah, if you have the option. Yep. So at the end of six months, yeah, you can, or, you know, six times six, $36,000 yep. to that down payment. Or you can exactly. say, here's your loader. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for letting me use it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good deal either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been up here? I've always wanted to go. Dude, it's cool. I've never got an invite to the, uh, I'll the Tomahawk. To, I'll have to Tom talk to facility. some of my, my uh, case guys. But um, so we, my the local dealer, they asked me, and this was like uh, two months ago or so. Um, they asked me, they were like, hey, you want to go to Tomahawk? And I'm like, 
yeah, I want to go to Tomahawk. So they took me and one of my one of my guys um, up Where there, is it? like Wisconsin. Yeah, it's like way up in Wisconsin, like almost to Minnesota. Yeah. Oh wow. But um, they have 400 acres up there, and it's it's their proving grounds. Um, and we go there. We're in log cabins, like a top shelf bar. Like there's just smooching. Oh, like, dude, we had this steak that was this freaking big. Nice. And whatever you want. Was it a tomahawk steak? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no. bummer. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so they took us up there for like three days, and then the next day we would go. We would learn, some, you know, the case history, and then we would go on the bus, go around the corner. And there's and it just you drive back in the middle of the woods and it's just this huge open area. There's like thirty excavators, like ten loaders. I'd never seen a mining loader before. And I got and, and the Do they, they have big machines? Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Um and that's the biggest one, like the the loader and um from what from what I know, I'm pretty sure the loaders are the biggest, like um, you know, sort, but um uh-huh. and then they were just like, All right have at it and they just there was like 30 of us and then we just went out and ran these pieces of equipment dug nice. holes and yeah that was pretty cool that's pretty sweet. have you seen um the, the minotaur the dl yeah it is whatever? um i appreciate it but it's also so ridiculous it's very not practical because you can't see well i i always i i've, I've looked at it i'm like i i like i appreciate when manufacturers try new stuff mm-hmm. i don't like shitting all over stuff like I think there needs to be more innovation. Yep. I love try it out. Let's make a skid steer into a bulldozer. <laughs> Great. And then let's listen. Let's <laughs> but, listen to what they have to say. But uh, I, I look at it, I'm like, I think I would just rather have a, a small bulldozer. Yep. A dozer. Yep. Because <laughs> like, it's too heavy. A for effort. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's too big of a machine. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to put that in a backyard. No. So now it's not really like the, it, it doesn't have the, the, the versatility of a skid steer. Yep. And then it's it's yeah. kind of a dozer, but it's like, well, if you're going to push stuff, I would just get a dozer. Yeah. Because it's a purpose yeah. machine for it. You just have a big skid steer or a small dozer. But I, again, <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm just a I'm just a peanut gallery. I look at it. I'm I'm just there's this one guy I know. He's dirt perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yep. he's running Southern one right Indiana. now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's running one right now. And it's it's a it's a hoot to watch because mm-hmm. they're just hogging with this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's just this is the other day monster a machine, ass, like <laughs> clot of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious, but then at the same time, like I would never spend my money on that. Yep, yep. So, but I appreciate it though. Yes, absolutely. And it, and it got a lot of people it. talking about case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. even for marketing value. Oh yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. Mm. So no Minotaur. No purchase yet. No, not one of those. Can you even buy one? Yeah, you can get them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a hefty price, but that's the other thing. They're really expensive. Yeah, I might as well buy a dozer at that point. It's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and then resale is probably better on dozer. Yeah. And, again, I appreciate how they're trying. Yep, things. absolutely. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is cool. I have you ever seen some of the stuff Laterno did back in the day? Mm, I don't think so. It's they just did some crazy shit. Like he, he, this, this guy essentially pioneered a lot of modern heavy equipment. Yeah. But they would try all kinds of crazy things out, just smush machines together and just try it. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. Like that's how you innovate. You yep. just try stuff out. And yep. It see works. How it works. works. If it don't, if it all works. Right, it works. Back to the drawing board. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, kind of have your machines. Yeah. Like when's, when when does a new machine come up? 
I, I can't even no. tell you. Not, not, you have generations, but no, no like new things. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm not going to go to Con Expo in a few months. I don't think I'm going to have my socks knocked off by yeah. anything. Yeah, like it's pretty predictable. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, your new excavator. Yep. that's awesome. Yeah, wow, twenty three more, twenty three percent more efficient. Yep. Check. Cool. Great. <laughs> like, and and I think this Con Expo is going to be a lot of battery equipment. Yeah. Man. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think Case did have a cool backup loader. Last um, time. they have. I don't know if this is a concept. I saw it somewhere, but it's like a methane, methane powered. Yeah, I feel like they loader. had it. Loader. Yeah. Mm. They're. It was a concept for sure. I'm yeah, pretty sure. But they're starting to. Lee Bear had a hydrogen powered oh, yeah. excavator at Balma. Oh yeah, was that cool over there? It was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. The scale of it was what was cool. Huge. But I didn't I didn't go there and was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like this is innovation. I mm-hmm. wasn't blown away yeah. by by anything. I feel like, you know how the the automotive manufacturers, they'll have the show every like the Detroit Auto yep. Show. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, I was so excited to see the pictures from the Detroit Auto Show. Mm-hmm. And in the magazine, in the car magazine. Because they'd have all the concept cars in there. Yep. And you were just like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. It yep. would just capture your imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, we're, we're going to the future. This is crazy. <laughs> now, none of them are ever really built. But I like how they do that. Mm-hmm. They do it to just be ridiculous and to try new shit out. And maybe manufacturers do it behind the scenes, but I don't know. You don't see a lot you of You think like Cat and all these big names and stuff, they don't do that because it's like, well, we have this one thing and it's stuck for however many years. So we're just going to just keep updating it, but we're not going to do anything different. I think that's the whole industry. Yeah. The status quo. Mm-hmm. That's the easy path. It's yep. proven. It's making them a shitload of money. Why would I deviate? Yep. Yeah. The why is, well, <laughs> workforce. <laughs> like you think we have a problem now? We have no idea. Oh, yeah. It's only beginning. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not getting any better. No. It is dramatically getting worse after this in the next 10 years yep so that's going to be the catalyst that's going to force everybody's hand but until then until they're really forced they're starting to feel pressure now but even now it's like yep eh, let's just keep yeah and i would be doing the same thing if i were them yeah i mean making money i mean even we're printing money right now yeah (laughs) why am i going to try anything new yep so i get it but yeah so, I don't know. Something's got to change in the whole the whole scheme of it. I mean, um, well, and then when manufacturers do try shit, like I just did, people just talk shit about it. Yeah, everybody's so closed minded. They're like, yeah, that's yeah, stupidest thing I've ever work. seen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. that would never work here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you tried it? Like, you don't even know that. You're just <laughs> you're 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 thinking you're you're talking on something completely theoretical at mm-hmm. the moment. You have no idea if it'll actually work yep. or not. Um. So I think that's part of it too. Hmm. You excited for Con Expo? Other than I'm really excited for Con Expo. Yeah. Have you been before? No, I wanted to go in 2020, um, and then I was like, "All right, I'm going in 23." And then uh, baby's coming, so baby's due oh, March 5th. Mar- yeah. Yep. So man, you timed that to, wrong. I know. <laughs> well, I know. March 5th. It's March 10th. So perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them with us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, honestly, it's really cool. Yeah. I need to watch what I say. 
it's really cool. <laughs> but the the real value is all of the people. Yeah. That's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to that's like it. meet people from, you know, out west yeah. and it's awesome. South and stuff and just just talk and be like, all right, what did you do? Yeah. Like how did you get here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And but it's all right. That's I'm, the that's the real value. People go there and like like I said, I think you would go there and be just like Yeah. Cause I, you can kind of get all of that on mm-hmm. social media now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> like <laughs> I can kind of see the latest tilt rotator mm-hmm. and the latest Trimble technology and, and the latest next gen dose. Like I can kind of get all that on the internet yep. now. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily need to go to a trade show to go get educated. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a contractor. Maybe I have the wrong idea, but I think the, the next, like the value for somebody younger is going and meeting people, yep. talking to people because yep. our industry Networking. is such a silo. It's, it's all in these little microcosms. Yep. Like, for example, I didn't even know of the heritage group until a year ago. Yeah. They're big, huge, big time, huge, big time in Indiana. Yep. Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. You go outside that? Yeah. Who's don't, that? Yeah. I like, don't know. And that's, that's every, every region yep. has those companies. Yep. Because the, every, it's just so, we're mm-hmm. in this market. Yep. And maybe some markets are bigger than others, but if you're in the Midwest, yep. I'm not going to hear about you in the Southwest. Nope. Nope. Mm. Nope. So I think social media also helps bridge the gap between the smaller contractors, but at the same time, there's just no place to interact with that many contractors. Yeah, exactly. In the industry. Yeah. Not in, for now. Not in the States. You think? Yeah. For now. You said you have big plans? Yeah. You're not the only yeah. guy with big plans. Okay? Hell yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, I think there's opportunity for more of that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's more people centric and less equipment centric. Mm-hmm. Let them do the equipment. Yep. They're doing very well at it. Yep. If you're listening to this, I recommend everybody go to Con Expo. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome time. Yeah. But I think there's also an opportunity instead of the entire spotlight being on the machines. Mm-hmm. Let's create an event that's entirely focused on the people. Yeah. That's a good idea. Nice, man. Well, you go to, this was the thing about Bauman. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a workforce problem right now. Yep. It's the same in Europe. Same in Europe. Really? Same, in, same in Germany. Yep. Yeah. Any developed nation has a workforce problem unless the government has a very heavy hand. And, and the government helps uh, in Germany substantially with their tech programs. It's, it's amazing. Much, much better than the states but they still have a workforce problem because they have an aging population so what happens is when a country develops you transition from like the united states like mining and farming and this and that you transition from rural america into urban america and i just had heard this explained the other day and it made perfect sense you transition so everybody having a lot of kids out here because it's Free labor it helps on the farm. The more kids, the better. Yeah. The more kids, the, the the better the family does. But then you go to a city, and now you start having less kids because kids are expensive. Yep, yep. <laughs> kids are hard to have in a city. Less place to put them. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is you have the the population. It goes from a huge population of younger people and less old people, to then it kind of evens out, to then it goes more old people, yep. less young people. Mm-hmm. As you transition and we've transitioned and that's where we're at now is I looked at a graph yesterday. You look from 1948 to now, the, the number of people over the age of 60, that line is 
steeply increasing. Yeah. And then you look at the number of people 16 to like 25 or whatever it was, just flat. Flat. No kidding. Flat. So everybody's huh. like, where'd the young kids go? Well, that's what happened is oh, the demographic of the wow. country. That's interesting. Changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, that was a whole tangent. <laughs> Stuff I'm learning. But you talk like, so you go to a place like Germany, any developed nation having this problem. And then everybody's talking about workforce development. But then you go to Bauma, mm-hmm. biggest trade show in the world. Yeah. Biggest industry trade show in the world. Yep. And you'd think you'd hear a lot of, about workforce development, what yeah. we're doing for the sake of developing the workforce. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. I mean, here or there. Yeah. But not, you know, spotlighted. And what do I know? But if I were in that position, or at least a manufacturer, yeah, I would be thinking, how do I position myself to solve the customer's biggest problem right now? Mm-hmm. Which is not, what machine do I buy? Yeah, it is, people. how the hell do I get someone in that machine? Yep. Mm-hmm. And automation is part of the solution. Technology is part of the solution, whether we like it or not. It yep. is, but it's not. No. It is so far off. Still have it, to have somebody know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And it is not- and willing to do it. The secret magic potion. Yeah. I just, I just thought that was telling. So <clears throat> I, never, I never really paid attention to our industry much before. Um, don't know why. I mean, um, but before I, you were in it? Yeah. But I think it's cooler shit. I mean, all, what so we cool. do is just awesome. And I think a lot of the young bucks think the same, mm-hmm. man. And um, so, and, and I think a lot of guys, or a lot of younger guys too are hungry as well. Um, they just don't necessarily know it, I guess. Cause sure. I didn't, I don't know about you, but like, I didn't really have like my entrepreneur bone didn't really grow until I was 21 or so sure. and was thinking about it. And, um, but like if, if we can instill the, the dream in guys like, um, you know, Hey, this is where we want to go. We want to buy a 390 one day, you know, cause it's cool. And it, you know, <laughs> more than it just, just cause it's cool. But, yeah. um, you know, we want to grow big and we want to do awesome things and, and getting those young guys on board that are willing to work hard and willing to, to, I hate this kind of phrase, but climb the ladder, if you will, you know, and, um, it's, it, it's a, it's just hard. It's hard to get the guys to, those guys to understand, like, or, or to more, more so instill that dream, like, because yeah, the stuff is cool. But at the same time, it's like, oh man, I don't want to go shovel. It's, you know, it's, that's hard. But, Mm-mm. but the more that we can, you know, show them, hey, this is not only a, a place to make good money, but to 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 grow with a culture and to to be to just enjoy the guys that you're working with, man. That's a big thing too, because guys sometimes guys are just like they don't get along, and and you gotta you gotta get everybody on the same on the same page of a team. Yeah. You know? Well. The interesting thing with you too is how many people uh, are out there like you were yeah, working sales at Discount Tire. Yep. How many people are out there haven't interacted with construction before, yep. haven't thought about it as nope. a career before? Mm-mm. Millions of people. Oh, yeah. That are young. Yep. That if we can show them. If we can show them. And then if more importantly can provide the right pathways for them. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep, exactly. There you go. Yep. I always look, everybody is so fixated on schools, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Talk to schools. But someone who's in high school, 
16 years old. Yep. They're still two years away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs people now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I need to find people in the workforce already. Yep. There's a lot of people in, I'm not talking about tire sales specifically, but in dumb jobs and dumb careers that could be so much more fulfilled in our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just they are just not, don't know it. they just don't know it. And then there's not a pathway there. Yep. There yep. has to be a pathway. Mm-hmm. People, you have to make it, you have to make it a little less risky. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so if it's go, go do it, but you have to figure it out. Well, I'm less likely to go leave my job paying me good money today. Yep. I need, I need More. to see how, how we're going to do it. How, yeah. we're how gonna am I going to get there? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause yeah, I mean, if somebody would have came to me, you know, when, when I was maybe, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old and said, Hey, you want to come do this? I probably would have, it would, depending, um, because I had a good, where I was doing what I was doing, set make doing sales and stuff. Um, but if somebody were to come to me and say, Hey, you know, there's a program or what, if you, whatever you, if you will, um, of, we want to get you into the trade, we want to teach you how to do this. And then, <clears throat> in a few years time or however long it may be you know you could be a foreman you could be a leader of this team and doing really cool stuff mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if you've ever seen how big a 349 is but go see one go stand next to it sure and tell me you don't think that's cool yeah so but you're you're right like finding the path of you know comfort for the for for, for that person that individual um is tricky tricky but we gotta figure it out yeah we don't have a choice it is interesting too how like you compete from a labor standpoint, not just on pay, for example, mm-hmm. but it's it's largely on you guys. Any indie is weird because it's union and non-union. Mm-hmm. It's both, right? Yep. So you're you're probably competitive enough on pay. I'm you're non-union. Not yeah, non-union. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, competitive enough on pay, but you're selling all those people a lot more, and that is a purpose, and yep. that is the opportunity to be part of something. Yep. Yep, build something great. Exactly. Yep. And and so the previous generations, a job was enough. Mm-hmm. A good job that paid them a check every week, that's hard to find. Yep. That's good for me. Now, I can go get a job anywhere. Mm-hmm. I need a reason why I should be at this job. So you have to give them- Give them a reason. That why. Yep. A lot of times. A lot yep. of times. Big mm-hmm. picture. Yep. And with a company like yours, it's attractive to be a part of that because mm-hmm. it's, damn, there's- there's big that goals, young, big growing, dreams, young yep. growing. Like, this is sweet. We're kicking ass. We're yep. building something. I'm happy to be here. Yep. Yep. That's that's what I try to instill in my guys. Like, guys, I, I'm, I'm trying to go to the top, and I want you guys to come with me. Sure. You know? Yeah. So, but you got a you got an awesome uh, setup here, man. Not not just your podcast room, but your whole, uh, your whole office area. This is awesome. I appreciate Very, it. Very, um... First form, uh, I get the vibe, you know, if you will, a very Andy Frisella, yeah, uh, kind of. I don't know when I so I I've been to First Form twice now. Have you? Yeah, yeah. The have first, you ever met Andy? I have met Andy. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And Sal. Yeah. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with Sal, which is super cool. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. But I um went to an event at First Form headquarters. It must have been May of 2021. Yeah. When I was kind of building this place, I've, I I got my inspiration from a lot of different places. Yeah. But that was, I basically, it was a very expensive event to go to. Yeah. But I went because I mostly, like the content there, the speakers, hearing Andy and Ed talk yeah. and, and others, that, that was cool. 
Yep. But what was really cool was going, I wanted to go to first form. Yeah. I wanted to see it. Yep. I wanted to go to Andy's farm yep. and see it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Andy's house and see it. Yep. And we went to those the old house, yeah. events at each one of them. Yeah. And uh, Ed talks a lot about this, is if you want something, like say you want uh, Ferrari, mm-hmm. for, for example, uh, putting a picture of a Ferrari on the wall, that's, that's really powerful. That's great. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're looking at it every day. Mm-hmm. You're motivated. That's awesome. Yep. Thinking about it. Great. But then what if you go to the Ferrari dealership? Yep. You see one. And you see one. Yep. And can I sit in it? Yep. And you, and you, Power you of picture, manifestation. Yeah. You picture yourself in that Ferrari. You're getting closer to it. Yep. And then you get a little further along. You can't buy a Ferrari yet, mm-hmm. but maybe you have the opportunity to go to one of these like racetrack experiences. Mm-hmm. Drive, drive a Ferrari. Yep. Drive a Ferrari. Yep. Exactly. And now you're driving a Ferrari. Now you're even closer. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, this is cool. Yep. Then the next step. Like one, two, six. Yep. You're maybe driving a Ferrari one day. Yep. It's yours. It's Man, not someone manifest else's. Manifest it. Yep. Um, so did you get that? Did you did you go there in kind of spirit of, of yeah. wanting to manifest and do, do something and learn and, and say, all right, this is what I want? I, I wanted to just, it's just motivating to yeah. see what's possible. Yeah. Like I didn't look at it and be like, I want this because mm-hmm. it's that's for them. Yep. That's not for me. Different. Yeah. Yep. But this is what they were able to achieve in this amount of time mm-hmm. in this market by just putting in work. Yep. That's fucking doing the cool. work. Yeah. yeah. And I just like to be around that. Mm-hmm. So I want to go do something similar, but for our industry in our way. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Go big. Yeah. Go really That's cool. Big. Yeah. I'm sure you've read the book, um, the, the power, the magic of thinking big, the power of thinking yeah. big. Yeah, that's on my um, but yeah, like, not everybody has it, man. Not everybody like has the bigger dreams and goals and stuff like that. Um, but the 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 power of thinking big—that's what it's called, I think. Um, but you know, if you don't shoot for the stars, you're probably not going to get anywhere remotely close of where you want to be. You know, yeah. Set the huge high goals, and then you know, if you do fall short. Like, like Andy says, if you do fall short, well, you're probably going to be a lot closer than if you just, you know, were shooting to be average. You know what I mean? Well, and that, um, we got a good lesson in that last year. We started a software company Mm -hmm. from nothing. So we, we, we had, you know, started the year with with nothing, kind of a blueprint, but we were still somewhat working it out and developing here or there. Launch a product in May, fully in May. So it's January. So we've been going eight or nine months now and we've already done seven figures plus in sales. And we, we thought we would go way beyond that. We, we, we were way too unrealistic and that fucked us in a few different ways Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. And we're still figuring it out now. I don't want to say we've learned our lesson, figured it out, but it was, it was a, a painful lesson. But that said, I was thinking about this morning on my run. I'm like, we did seven figures in software sales yep. in eight months Yep, from nothing. Why wasn't it more? Like, that, well, but <laughs> yeah. that like, I, I did, I tried to take a moment to be like, wow, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> like, like that's, that's pretty neat. Um, so would we have done that if we didn't have those ridiculous goals and, and think anything's possible for? I don't know. Yep. I have no idea. Yep. But there's a vow, there's, there's value in sending it. Oh yeah. But then there's also 
once you start employing people and people are depending on you. Yep. There's, you got to dial back just a little bit. There's the balance of, yep. hey, yep. this is going to happen, mm-hmm. but it needs, you You don't control that. Yep. So you don't control when it happens. You can't just force it and say it's going to happen on this date. I've learned that that's not possible. Mm-hmm. So I want to maintain my sense of belief, but also I want to understand that patience is involved. Yep. Sometimes you got to let things bake a little yep. bit. Just let it play out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at now is like, let's <laughs> marinate a little let's, bit. Let's let this thing bake. Yep. Yeah. Let's leave it in the oven a little bit. It's it's good. It's looking good. Temperature's fine. Yep. Just Monitor give it a little time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we can think about what's next. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I was actually, yeah, I was running this morning thinking about that. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. Yeah. Share on social media. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we, so I'm, I, I dabbled a little bit on TikTok, TikTok. Um, and I, I did more, I probably had more followers and stuff, yeah. but, um, Patterson excavating on Instagram. Um, I'm Mr. Shane Patterson on Instagram. And then I don't know what my TikTok is, but you'll probably find it somewhere out there. Instagram. Uh, TikTok. I just, <laughs> so TikTok, I just, I, I only post. Yeah. I've never scrolled on TikTok. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Never. Huh? <laughs> I have, I have half a million TikTok followers. Damn. Just by accident. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> just by posting the dumb tractor fi- fi- <laughs> videos, which is crazy. But then I've also heard that they give you more followers on TikTok. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's... it's Yeah, it's it's a weird algorithm. Yeah. And then it's been way easier to get followers yeah. than anywhere else. And then I know the Chinese are taking everything. Out, <laughs> right? like, I get it. But it's also, I've heard so many times over the past year i go back and forth because i've heard so many times over the past year um follow you on tiktok i'm like tiktok i don't even use tiktok but (laughs) that's where that whole next generation is yep and if that's one of the key like target demographics we have to be there too so i go back and forth i'm like i really don't like there's something fishy here i don't like it yeah but at the same time i I like to accomplish our mission i need Mm -hmm. to go reach yep younger people yep as as much as i can if this is where they are i need to be there too yep and it goes back and forth yep that's the thing is like i want to i want to be more on social media because i don't necessarily i I know for a fact that it's not going to get me business per se um maybe you know here and there a little bit you know I, i saw you or whatever but more importantly showing the younger generation like hey you can do this or hey you can come to a badass startup company. Like the owner's young, and 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 really just work alongside and 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 do something big. And yeah. so that's I I wish I had more uh, confidence, I guess, if you will, Dude, to post more. But well, you'd be surprised. Uh, like LinkedIn, for example, yeah. business standpoint. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually I've met a few of the home developers on on LinkedIn. It's amazing. Like every, almost every really solid relationship I have right now yeah. has originated from social media. Really? Yeah. That's good. Company wouldn't exist. Yeah. I wouldn't employ anybody. Yeah, that's true. Most of my friends all met through social media. So I always, I always look at like people are so bummed out about social. Oh, it's a waste of time. This and I'm like, yeah, it's a total waste of time. I it's see the tool. dumbest, dumbest shit on social media. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. But at the same <laughs> time, yeah, if you use it as a tool, mm-hmm. it is amazing. Yep. The the value you can create in your life. Yep. And it disappoints me when people just use it to it's waste time. About. Yeah. Because yep. I'm like, you have no idea the power that you have on your phone right yep. now. If you were to just be deliberate about yep. it. No, but I'm sitting here looking at 
videos of a cat. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> watch your cat videos and then go do something productive. Yeah. Like, I Sure. I yep. watch dumb cat videos too. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also, I do something productive. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's it too, man. Like you gotta, you gotta pivot, you know, and, um, always, if you got a time where you're, you're finding yourself just being lazy, doing something fucking off, you know, pivoting to doing something that's productive will, cause a lot of people get in a rut, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we'll just, you know, not have any motivation to do anything, but like, if you just do it, you just get up and do something, go on a run or whatever. Yeah. My gosh, man, yeah. it'll, it'll catapult things. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Going on a run. It's not going to kill you. No, no. It's good for you. Yep. Well, or go on a walk. Yeah. No kidding. Just go. You don't even need to run. Go move. Yeah. Oh, you can't run? Just walk. Yep. You can walk. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm not asking for much, very much here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just do something. Um, cool. Well, I, I, uh, appreciate you yeah, coming man. by. Thanks Hope for you. having me, dude. It's sure. awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Hopefully you, um, uh, have a healthy child Thank and you. enjoy your your baby moon. Yeah, oh yeah. Thanks, I just man. learned what that was the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what it was. Until I, she said something I had it. no idea that was the thing, <laughs> but here we are. Yep. So this is a good place for it. Yep, for sure, man. Right on. I appreciate Thanks. it, brother.